I'm so excited for y'all to listen to this talk today. It's a talk that I actually have with the Bucket List family. If you don't know the Bucket List family, they're just a beautiful family, Garrett and Jess, who are taking their three kids and traveling around the world, literally checking boxes off their bucket list. I actually never knew if they were actually doing that. Like, are you, is this actually your bucket list? But that really was how it started. They made a bucket list and they went for it. They're such a unique family, so sweet, so genuine, so kind, and have the coolest stories. So I can't wait for you to hear a little bit more about this. Happy Wednesday, friends. Welcome back to the Well Let's Go podcast. Here's our conversation with the Bucket List family. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm so excited. Here's another behind the screens where I get to talk to just some amazing people who live an incredible life and get to know them a little better and hopefully inspire y'all along the way. We've had some incredible guests on this platform. And last week I was doing it by myself. So I'm glad to have some guests joining this week and just get to hear more of their story and their life. I think they just popped on. We have the Bucket List family, Jess and Garrett. Welcome to the show. Hello. We're here. Y'all, I am so excited about this because I s said this to you right before we popped on, but like from afar, I feel like we've been friends from afar. Like me and Christian love everything you do, cheer y'all on, even considered and wished we could have gone on a trip with y'all at one point. Um, so I'm glad we're finally getting to actually have a conversation. I know, totally. I, feel, I mean, I really like even like seeing your face just now a second ago, I was like, we're friends. Like we're friends. I know, oh, totally. <laughs> Like totally. You're like, I've seen that phase before. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel the same way about y'all. Well, I'm pumped. Thanks for being on my Facebook show. Um, basically, what we talk about here is just a little bit behind the screen. So people might know you, but more so getting to know your heart and just your story. And I personally am really excited about that as well, because, you know, I followed along y'all's journey and my siblings even got to go on a trip with you also know you in a sense but i want to hear some of the backstory but before we get into the backstory if you would just kind of tell some people who might not know about your amazing life a little bit about your life and your kids and just the journey that y'all are on yeah i'll give you like the the short version so when i was going well jessica and i were both going to school at byu in utah and uh, as a freshman I created an iPhone app that I later sold to Snapchat. And that just like shook up our lives forever and gave us the opportunity to kind of decide for ourselves, what do we want to do next? What we, do we want the next chapter in our lives to look like? And we weren't really sure, sure. So Jessica came up with the brilliant idea of let's do some traveling and get to learn more from different cultures around the world. And hopefully that will paint a better picture of what our future should look like. So we wow. started on a journey around the world that we thought would be like four to six months. And it ended up being, I mean, like four to five years over wow. 80 countries together as a family. I mean, we were what, like 29, 30 or something like that. And it just, it didn't feel right to like buy a house and settle down. So a lot of our travels was like, okay, let's go see the world and kind of see some different cultures and ways of living and figure out how we want to raise our family and where we wow. want to raise our family. That and is so um, cool. anyway, Garrett is, he's always been a super avid journal keeper. Even from the day we met, he wrote in his journal every single day. And so that journal, you know, he kind of moved that over to social media and picked up editing and videography and photography. And, you know, we were sharing our journey with friends and family back home and, and it very much evolved into what it is today. Now it's, now it's our careers and, um, 
I mean, I would say for myself, for sure, like, this is not my, like, never in a million years, if you would have mm-hmm. told me 10 years ago that I would be like traveling the world with my family, like, <laughs> I would never believe you. But um, yeah. I've just been proud of myself, how much I've grown and learned and thrived yeah. in, uh, in, in this lifestyle. And uh, anyway, yeah, we, we've had some really, really special experiences. I think we're what? 90 countries deep 89 wow. countries uh as a, family. as a family yeah that is like the coolest thing ever i feel like that would be like my mom's dream life is like <laughs> all of us just like packed up our bags and went around the world and honestly maybe we should that's so cool um so did it have, you, have you done a lot of traveling yourself Yes. So we have been all over. I mean, not compared to y'all all over, but we've been to a lot of different places. I started traveling internationally, I guess, whenever I was about 11. Um, it was really important to my parents that when all of us were 11, we went to a third world country just to see the world and just yeah. kind of push us to how we can help people who are in need in different countries who don't, you know, live with the same like luxuries in life that we have, even just luxuries, meaning like a roof over a head or like water to drink, you know? Yeah. And um, that was like so good for us. And it's actually interesting because people today ask me like um, the question, because if, if you heard my story, like I, you know, grew up very pretty normal family just in Louisiana small town and then our family got a TV show which led us to become I guess famous if you will and then I got asked to dance with stars and kind of just led into this like trajectory of fame and I kind of asked myself like what does this even mean like what do I even like want to do with this um and it almost felt meaningless unless I had like purpose behind it and people kind of asked me like how did you get to that point of asking yourself like, what is the meaning of this? And I always say, I think it's because I'd seen the world. Like, I'd seen by that mm. point in my life, even though I was 17, I had just seen a bigger world than myself. You know, I think a lot of times our world can be so small and we can just see like what benefits us. But because I had seen what's out there, I was like, man, like, how can I, you know, do something good for the purpose of the world? And so I actually was really interested in asking y'all, like, I'm sure traveling the world has really shaped y'all's perspective in life. And maybe what are some of the things that y'all have taken away and say like, okay, when you don't, when you take it all away, like what are the things to y'all that you've found like actually matter in life, if you will? The, one of the cool things is when you think of different cultures, oftentimes it comes up like the unique religions and the unique kind of like practices and other things that... Mm-hmm. that but mm-hmm. when you travel more and more cultures uh, start to like blend together and you see people as just like humans and not so much setting apart for their unique religion or unique beliefs. Wow. And, all that. Um, and yeah, and it, it just has a really cool effect where you start to see everyone on like an equal playing field and, yeah. uh, and um, these differences become less like dividing differences and more so just unique things that make us all like unique in character and personality and background. I feel, but, I feel like, especially when we see, you know, our kids interact with like little kids, right? Totally. Like at our core, mm-hmm. at our like childhood state, like mm-hmm. the human race is all the exact same, you know, like wow. our kids are, you know, we, we were teaching an orphanage for a couple of weeks in Bali and it was Dorothy's first time to school. She must've been three years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, she was just, 
didn't speak the same language and believe the same thing, didn't look the same. And they just laughed and played and played games and right. somehow communicated. And there was just so much joy between this little white girl, blonde girl, and like <laughs> these little cute little Balinese kids. And it just, that from the very beginning has just been like, man, all over the world, we're all so different, but we're all very much the same at our core. And that's all just so human. beautiful to see. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just not on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. That is so cool. We experience the same thing. You know, you go to a place and you think we don't have anything in common and then you start kicking a soccer ball and it's like, Oh, like we have a, lot of, right? a lot more in common, you know, like we laugh at the same things. We, you know, dance like no one's watching. We sing, we, you know, want to have fun. We're competitive, like we're human and um, we care about each other. And so we've, we've experienced the same thing and it's just the coolest thing ever. So speaking of childhood, um, what were y'all's childhoods like? Like, did y'all travel a lot and that's what created just the continual itch or was this something that you'd always wanted to do and started when you're older? You know, it's interesting. It, it was cool to hear that your parents, when you were 11 years old, had that tradition of taking you outside the country because I'd never heard of that before, except for my own family had the exact same really? That when we would turn 11, we, wow. uh, we would get to pick a country and we'd go out there as a family but the the 11 year old i'm one of six kids so a pretty big family the Me 11 too. year old would be in charge of like researching the country coming up with the plan teaching the rest of the siblings and family about like the different cultures and what to like watch out for and stuff and anyway it was it was really awesome to to have that tradition 
That is so cool. That's really crazy because we I come from a family of six kids too. And I've awesome. never heard of anyone doing the eleven year old thing either. So weird. Hey, look at that. You we do have more. <laughs> what uh what number of the six kids are you in the lineup? So I we always kinda laugh about this because three are adopted, three biological. And so I'm like, oh, technically awesome. I was born second, but I'm the third in the lineup now um, because of oh, the awesome. way adoptions fell. Yeah, we ended up oh, cool. adopting a, my sister, which we never actually officially adopted. And not many people know that. People think we officially adopted her, but um, she was older whenever she came to live with us. She was about 16 and she just came for a foreign exchange student program. She's from Taiwan, actually. I think I remember and, um Yes. And like, then she just stayed, which is so funny. But um, <laughs> oh, she so cool. lived with, like, with, uh, say, with us, not in our house, actually. She went to college and got married, lives literally in my parents' backyard. Their house is right beside my parents. But I mean, totally sister. We I couldn't, you couldn't even I'm say she's not my sister. Um, so yeah, she's the oldest. And then my brother, John Luke, who y'all know myself and then two adopted brothers that are younger than me and my little sister and so big family yeah and we we love to travel too my mom is like always wanting to go to the next country the next place and she's traveled a lot because her grandpa um was like i guess i think he was like a manager at a singing band or something that traveled across um like europe and asia when they were younger and he took her with uh him and that kind of is what started it for my mom so it's pretty cool hmm. but what about you jess did you grow up traveling i did not i was like very much kind of all american girl next door and my family like we were disney people we went to disney world i'm from colorado <laughs> awesome. we went to disney world every single year the same trip like the year. same trip we'd go down That's to the keys so we'd go to Orlando. like we were such creatures of habit and i realized when traveling a lot of families are kind of similar whether it's disney or like Hawaii. Hawaii or like Powell, like a lot of families. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Hey, no hate to Disney World. Our family, we are actually going to Disney World this December. And this is actually pretty cool. I think y'all will enjoy this. So my grandparents um, on their like honeymoon went to Disney World and it was a year it opened. And this year is the 50th anniversary, anniversary of Disney World and my grandparents. And so our oh, whole entire perfect. family is going, to, isn't that cool? So we're all going to Disney World. So maybe I need some tips from your family since you all know the area pretty well. Oh my gosh. Um, I, we love it. We, uh, we're huge Disney people. Don't get me wrong. I still love me some Disney, but I also think people need to go outside. And no, I 100% I well. agree. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, so I love how you mentioned you're like, I didn't think I would be traveling the world with my family and this is something I talk about a lot because my kind of main audience and group of people that I work with a lot and I'm um, even inspired by myself and hopefully inspires like the college age group and it's really sad because in college there's almost this like huge anxiety around like what am I gonna do in my life and it's like they have they feel like they have to know exactly what they're gonna do and what the plan is and I always tell them like hey like it's okay to not know because you're probably not going to know. And you just kind of really have to take one day at a time and wherever God leads you, whatever, you know, your next step is, um, all of a sudden, you know, you'll be doing what you love or doing the thing that you're called to do. And you'll look back and say like, I don't even actually know how that happened. It just happened. Totally. And so when you were young, what did y'all think y'all would do with your life? Garrett wanted, well, when you were like super young, what did you want to be? Uh, oh my goodness. I, 
I don't know. I look back at my younger self. I was just a lost boy. You're just a I, ha- I had no, <laughs> no clue what the future was going to hold for but me. But you, like, growing up, Gare was an artist, and he's always had a great eye for things. So I think, and then you started college wanting to do um, architecture and then changed into product design, um, uh, of which true. he still does a lot of that. And he, like, lo- like when we design products for the Bucketless Gallery, the Bucketless Studios, like, Garrett loves it. That's cool. And then I... My mom was always really amazing at helping me like figure out my strengths and play to my strengths. I went to college and immediately knew I wanted to do some sort of communications. I started off in public relations and then moved into advertising. And I actually had wanted to do um, product placement in movies. That was like my plan. And now I just do it in my own life. So it's it's actually kind of crazy how it's like evolved. And and I think too, like speaking to the youth or, you know, young people, what we do didn't exist 10 years ago, you know? So yeah. I think if you like prepare yourself um, and, and, and follow your passions and your talents and what you're good at, then hopefully, you know, the cool thing about the day and age that we live in is you can like make a career out of anything. It's so true. It's so true. I love that y'all said that. And I wanted to ask you that for the people listening who are inspired by y'all and they're like, the bucket list family, they're my heroes, they're my biggest inspiration to know, like, you might be sitting here and you're like, I have no idea what I want to do in my life. And they didn't either. Like, you know, totally. there's a point that they were like, I don't know, this is what I'm good at. And it is cool how you will see, like, when you start doing what you end up doing, you know, if like y'all are traveling and making all these incredible videos. I know you'll have a lot more that y'all do um, that I've seen on your website even, which I want to hear more about later. But it's like, you kind of see like in your life, it was like you were kind of being prepared for all along the way. The little things that you learned here and there, the little things that someone spoke into you, the little things that you were working on, it all comes into play at some point. And so don't stress it. Like let it all come together at some point. But I love it. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, so back up. Did y'all actually have a bucket list whenever y'all decided to travel the world? Or is that just kind of the fun name that y'all have? No, we we definitely did. We had made a list. I think on the original list was maybe like eight or so countries that we wanted to visit. Garrett wanted to... a few key experiences. Yeah, Garrett wanted to swim with the whales in Tonga. I wanted to go to Australia. We wanted to do the Lantern Festival in Thailand. Like, well. But this is what I think is cool about a bucket list or say travel in general is as the more you travel, the more you learn about more places and you'll meet different travelers on your own path. And then they'll tell you about amazing places that you need to check out. And so it's kind of this like never ending journey to try to like cross off your entire bucket list because it just continues to like grow and grow. And uh, sure enough, those six to eight countries are now to 89 countries, and we just want to keep on going. Wow, that's so cool. Do y'all have, like, I mean, I'm sure it's hard to pick a favorite, but do y'all have, like, favorite moments that you've crossed off your bucket list? Oh, goodness. For sure, because it was the number one thing on my bucket list when we first started. But traveling to the Polynesian Islands and swimming in the wild with the humpback whales was just life-changing for me. I mean, we, we since have gone, I think, back there like five times to do it every time we bring different like friends or family with us because we just get to like vicariously through them, re-experience it for the first time. And I mean, it, the, the moment that somebody gets into the water and sees a massive whale next to them, wow. uh, there's kind of like, one of three reactions they either start like <laughs> screaming and cursing and freaking out and just like losing their mind 
uh, or they'll start like laughing and giggling and, you know, just so like elated by it. Or, mm-hmm. or often they'll just get real emotional and start crying. And uh, wow. I think Jessica and I, we both went the emotional tears in the eyes crying route. Wow. That is like the cool, I can't even fathom what that would be like. So maybe we need to come with you. Well, someday we are going to take you yes. and Christian and we are going to go swim with the whales all together. I feel like Garrett, Christian, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Garrett loves, loves the ocean. Like he, he kind of chases whales, like wherever he can find them. And like the tippy top of his like bucket list at the moment is swimming with the killer whales. Whoa. That's crazy. That's so cool. See, like Christian would be like so for that. Like he would think this is amazing. He'd probably go with the like laughing, giddy, like this is so cool. I'm so excited. So I, I'd probably be like, like so scared out of my mind, but like glad I'm doing it and probably cry too out of maybe fear and then emotion. But, um, but that's one thing I love about y'all is that y'all continue to encourage your kids to like press past fear but you do it in such a loving and gentle way like it's not like you make them like get in the water it's like you do it with them and it's been a beautiful thing for me to even watch because I'm a person that tends to get more afraid of things and timid by situations and my life I feel like has been a series of overcoming fears um, and doing things that used to scare me or make me feel uncomfortable or whatever And I'm so glad that I have because it's opened my life up to doing so much more. Um, But what is like, what does that look like for you? Like, what's the importance of pressing past fear? And have you been on trips with people who are really afraid? How do you help them kind of overcome that? I think on the topic of like parenthood and, and why we do it so much with our own children, it's way less about trying to get them to just be like daredevils and, and, and do kind of crazy things in that sense. And it's much more about just, the importance we feel that we should be teaching young people confidence, like true inner Mm -hmm. confidence that they can um, do things outside their comfort zone. They can do hard things. And perhaps most importantly, like they can do the right thing in a difficult moment when the right thing's not the the easy thing to do. And that can be something as like simple and basic as being at school and seeing a kid that's being left out or being bullied or doesn't have a friend and being courageous and confident enough to like step outside their comfort zone and be that person's friend. I think there's like so many examples of that big and small in our day-to-day lives. And it, and it comes back to like, are you willing to be confident, brave and courageous enough to make the right decision time after time again, big and small. Mm, that's so cool that's so good uh, I wrote this down to ask y'all and you just kind of talked about it do y'all have like one of what comes to mind when you think of like a proud parent moment with your kids because I mean the world's got to see some proud parent moments that y'all have had and just I feel like the world who follows y'all are proud of your kids for the things that they do like I saw your little one you posted the video of when he saw the shark and you thought he was screaming because he was scared but he was <laughs> screaming because he was so excited I was like that is so cool like what a proud moment oh as my gosh and as a mom that taught him you know to respect the creatures around you and I just thought it was so cool so what are some of those proud moments like that there there was one just recently similar to that where we were in the water in uh there in Africa and all of a sudden this creature like this dark shadow starts swimming up and everyone in the water started like screaming and running and my kids like 
put on their mask and start swimming towards the shadow because they knew it'd be <laughs> some cool Oh, I creature. know. Dorothy the other day was like, there was a, there was a pretty hefty uh, sand shark just in the shallows here, uh, in Hawaii. And um, all the other kids were like running out of the water and Dorothy's like, oh, can, I, can I still go surfing, Dad? Oh <laughs> my goodness. Uh, <laughs> you're like, uh, practice what you preach. No, that is so, that's so cool. I mean, I, I bet that's just such a cool thing to experience with your kids. And it's something like my mom says to me, it's like, you know, she always teaches me to be fearless and to be able to say yes to things that scare me. And maybe not even be fearless, but even just do it afraid. And, um, one thing that she said that's challenged her in her own life is like leading with by example for us, you know, like you know, if something scares her, but she knows that she should do it because it's a good thing for the world or it's a good thing for our family or whatever, like she'll do it. And hopefully she's leading by example. And I think y'all lead like so well for your kids. And it's just the coolest thing. Also, Jess, I didn't get to hear what your bucket list moment was that you that you checked off the list. So I wanted to go back to that. What was one moment for you that you were pretty excited to check off? I mean, I would definitely say my like favorite place in the whole my wide world. Garrett even says, and I had some friends come out to Africa this summer to join me, and they're like, "Yeah, Jess is at her finest on safari. Like safari, Jess oh, is so like cool. the most confident, happy person." <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah, I think just being on safari is is like so incredible to me but i would say something i did have on my bike list for years and years even as a kid was cage diving with the great white sharks and, oh my um, gosh that was really really special and so fun for me we actually brought the kids with us we were in guadalupe mexico and mm -hmm. i was not super stoked on the idea of the kids being in the cage <laughs> uh, but they did great it was fine Oh my goodness, like when Christian listens to this, he is going like we actually might be backpacking around the world because I'm not getting his like two things on his bucket list are uh, African safari and um, cage diving with the great white sharks like those have always been like his two things since even before we started dating I heard him say that. And so I know at some point in our married life. We're <laughs> have you have you haven't done Africa before. No, well, we've been to Africa, like I've been to Uganda, and actually I went to Somalia, which was really crazy, wow. um, a food drop, which was just amazing. I'm so, so thankful I got to go, because I know that that is a um, pretty dangerous situation, and I was very grateful I got to go and just meet people there. It was the craziest experience, but um, so I've been to Africa, but not the safari part, which would be amazing, and yeah. Christian's, Christian's never been to Africa at all, and so... We would love to do that. So, yeah, he's always said that. And I'm like, okay, at some point, I'm going to get the courage up, like, you know, in our lifetime to do this. Um, but, I mean, I would love a safari. It's just the great white shark cage thing. I was like, you <laughs> just say, oh, maybe I just stay on the boat for that one. But, I'll, I'll go with you. Um, but anyways, no, he's going to be so excited when he hears this and be like, we have to go. But that's awesome. Well, absolutely. Okay. Tell him to reach out to me and I'll give him, like, all the tips on, like, the best way to do it. Oh, yes. Yes, I definitely will. And if I get the courage up to do it, I'm going to need all the tips. Uh, oh, for sure. Well, our number one tip, our very first tip is going to be to do it together with us. Let us come with you and just experience <laughs> okay. it. It's so, so fun. I will admit that actually might be helpful to me because it's not that I have like bad FOMO, but if like everyone is doing it, like my friends, I'm like, well, I'll definitely do it. You know, we'll all oh, do good. it together. So, and I have to say like, 
I went skydiving and I was the only one of my friends that wanted to do it. And I was going to do it alone. And then the last second, everyone decided to do it with me, which kind of gave me some confidence. I was like, okay, I can do things. I can do things by myself. If I, if I had to in that moment, I was going to do it because I wanted to do that so bad. So, um, the, the shark though, I might need some friends. So well, then how awesome. about, how about for you yourself? Like if you were to say your own bucket list, what are, what are an item or two that are at the very top of your own personal? Yes, great question. So I really want to go to Taiwan because that's where my sister is from. And we've oh, actually, I've never even been to Asia at all, like of all the places we've traveled. And I've traveled a lot of places in Europe, different places in Africa, a lot of places in South America, but never been to Asia. And so I would love to go there and just get to see see around and also like i really want to so my family loves skiing which we're kind of like the family that goes once a year so i can't say we're like super good but i would love to go skiing in another country like i don't know in like switzerland or something oh, like that so just like beautiful that's always mm -hmm. kind of been on my mm -hmm. bucket list so yeah. i got i got a couple good things uh, but yeah. we need to expand it we need to actually write it down so then we'll probably do it once <laughs> it's written down and make a plan for it um what is some of your favorite things to do as a family? I know y'all are all over the place, but it's so sweet that y'all do it together. Do y'all have something that's a little bit routine when you get to the place? Like we love to do this when we get there. Um, we're, we're, we're just water people. And so it's kind of like, because of when we're traveling, we'll try to seek out places where we do have access to either a beach or a pool or whatever. And so it's, it's definitely a tradition. Like first thing to do is just go like test the waters literally any body of water i mean i would say this is this is you this is garrett this is he said it's like, but the kids love it and so whether it's a pool or an ocean or a lake or whatever like we're spending all our time there garrett garrett kind of absolutely fell in love with surfing through quarantine and now he's really trying to push surfing that's on all awesome. of us and we all really enjoy it and stuff and that's been really fun lately once a week or so to go out and surf as a family and that's, and that's cool really fun there was a week this summer where we all went out even Callie just you know had a life jacket on and he was you know Garrett had him up on all the ways and being out there I feel like our kids are really starting to get to the age where we can do stuff as a family we can go skiing as a family we can go snorkeling as a family and it's so fun that's so cool oh my gosh that sounds so fun honestly like whenever we go on this trip together I will totally surf with y'all but I y'all are gonna laugh out loud when y'all see me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm terrible. And the funny thing is, like, I'm an athletic person, played sports my whole life. But we went surfing as a family, like, uh, when was that? August. We just went to California and I was the worst one there. I mean, I could not figure it out. Surfing which I think, is so hard. So it hard. Is hard. Like the timing and everything. And Oh, oh man, I, I gotta practice. So I'm gonna be like watching every surf tutorial before I come to yeah, make sure well, I don't completely embarrass I'll myself. With you. I'm not that good yet. I've been surfing for like two years now and I feel like I still am just like <laughs> catch it. Like me and the kids, actually, I think the kids passed me this year. Oh, they definitely passed you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know me and Callie are the worst in the family. It's not hey, safe. I'll join you and Callie. We'll have a blast. That's okay. Yeah, for sure. If we just okay, so I gotta know because especially with people that follow me love a good relationship story um everyone's like how did you meet your husband and honestly i'm a sucker for relationship stories so how did the two of y'all wonderful people meet in life we met in vladivostok russia 
Wow. Um, Garrett That's and cool. I were, were both serving church missions in Russia at the time and um yeah that's where we met you know and and on our church missions you don't you don't date you don't flirt you don't you know really even spend too much time like thinking about members of the opposite sex you opposite sex you like really are dedicating those two years to the lord well and wow. like jessica said we were in russia and one of the rules is you don't you only speak russian you don't speak english so Whoa. especially when you first arrive there you go through this really difficult process of like just throwing yourself into the language and doing your best to forget english and only speaking russian and so when we very first met like first saw each other that that very first moment I had already been in the country for like maybe six months or so. And so mm -hmm. I was speaking Russian quite well, whereas Jessica had just arrived <laughs> and she couldn't really speak or understand <laughs> Russian. And so our meeting awesome. basically, if I were to translate, it was like, hi, Jessica, I'm Garrett. How are you? How's it been here in Russia? And she just looks at me. I'm probably a, just like, duh. No, she just duh. looked at me with a big smile and like couldn't respond. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> You can't respond. You don't understand me, but you're cute. I'll talk to you later. That's I'll talk hilarious. to you in six months when you can understand me. That is so funny. So did y'all, you didn't connect until after the six months? Well, so we, I mean, so we were out there, I mean, I guess another year or so. We were friends. We had worked together. Like we taught an English club together. Um, Garrett had a really, a really loyal girlfriend back at home who was writing him every week. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we just we came back and that didn't work out. And I honestly, I was not interested in him. Like I really what? liked him and respected him <laughs> as a as a missionary. He was a phenomenal missionary. And then I came home and we had a, a another buddy who was in Russia with us. who was like, I want to take this girl out on a date. You guys should come. And we're like, okay, but like, who should we go with? And he was like, well, go with each other. And uh, we did. We went on a date and we went up like the canyon in Utah and watched a movie in beanbags, like in the back of the bed of a truck. But the oh, date started awesome. with us looking at his, each other like, oh, we're just friends. We're just going on this double date to like do right. our buddy a solid. Like there's no romantic feelings uh, here. And then we ended up cuddling that night. But then we got really good chemistry. And, and honestly, <laughs> I sounds so cheesy when I say this, but like I honestly felt like it was like this puzzle piece that was like meant to be wow. together. Like it just That's felt awesome. so right. And anyway, we just started dating from there. And then I think it was like, what, like our third date. And I told Garrett, I was like, I'll probably marry you. No, it was our second date. <laughs> That's Jessica? Awesome. Hey, when you know, you know, right? You know, you know. Single Jessica was the most confident, aggressive, forward I, girl I, I'd I ever come totally across. Was. I, I'm not afraid to make a move. She put on all the moves. And, and go after a guy. And true story, yeah, it was our second date. She looks up at me and is like, yeah, I'm probably going to marry you. And I'm just like, <laughs> red in the face and super not confident and like oh my gosh what is happening <laughs> that is so awesome i love it hey i think more people need to be like that confident and clear clear is confident. <laughs> like no this is like dating it, it is so confusing like people are not clear and i think people are like scared they're gonna get ghosted every second so it's nice yeah. to be confident and it's nice to be clear and hey you can't go watch a movie in a beanbag wherever y'all were stargazing and not have a spark fly or two and so right that's awesome and <laughs> there's something to there is something to timing you know waiting it out I have to say I love your story and how y'all met in Russia because I hear people say like heard people say well I don't want to move to this place because what if I like never find someone it's a small town or I don't want to move there because it's so big what if I never find someone it's like hey 
if you're meant to be, it's gonna happen. Y'all yeah. literally met in Russia, like on your church mission, and she couldn't even speak Russian. So, and, you know, it, it'll work out. And so that that's so cool. I love it. Well, I have one more question. This is kind of a silly one, but actually I'm genuinely asking for myself. Um, so we just had a baby, honey. She's amazing. And we Aww. travel a lot with her. And I just personally need your best travel tips with the baby because y'all do these crazy long flights. And I, I'm sure y'all have some good tips because we're trying to figure it out right now. And how, how old is she is, now? She's five months. Okay. So and right she's now a little she's boo. actually like, she's like prime age, right? Where she's just so cute and like smiley, yes. but she's not going anywhere. <laughs> Yes, yes. But then, I mean, I'll warn you, that, like, eight months to 18 months, it's super tough. Super tough. Well, yeah, no, so it's probably that. It's when they're mobile. It's, like, a year to a year and a half is maybe the most difficult. But this is why it's awesome that you're asking us now, because (laughs) perhaps our most important advice would be to, like, travel now before she gets to that difficult age because if she travels now then she kind of knows the system of like oh okay i'm gonna go on this plane and i can't just like run up and down the aisles i need to like stay in my seat for the duration (laughs) of the flight and like uh, the more that she can get accustomed to it now before she is that like year to year and a half age it's just going to make your life like a thousand times easier i mean i think actually as she grows like you'll realize how like how resilient she is. I think so often, you know, like we kind of just, I don't know, we don't expect much out of our children, but yeah. we've learned that if you set high expectations and they rise to them, you know, and wow, our kids good. now learn, like, I mean, we, for a while, we kind of would give them like shows and now we're like, no, 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 no shows. You can sit at a dinner table for an hour and quietly like participate or yeah you know be a part of the conversation conversation. yeah and now i mean our kids are professionals they like go to the airport they notice it quietly in line they like (laughs) put their bags through security they ask the flight attendant for juice like they've got the bags down they Um, got it down and yeah, I think a lot of also I think as like new parents, you're also always like, okay, what's what's the what's the routine and how do you get the routine and like the routine super helps. But then when you do travel and take them out of the routine, like they go bonkers. Yeah. So we've cut for us like our routine was a non routine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now good. our like little ones, especially like our baby, like I can be like, Callie, here's your bed and I lay down a towel and a pillow and he goes right to bed. Yeah, that's awesome. No, that is such good advice, honestly, because I do feel like the routine that the world gives you, like, doesn't work for everybody, you know, like the the for way sure. you're supposed to do it. That's not how everyone lives their life. And so, you know, there's this pressure to, like, do the thing that all the moms do. But it's like, but what if our lifestyle isn't like all the other moms, you know? And so that is really good that you have to like just adjust. And also I love how you said like set high expectations for your kids and they'll rise to them and expect more out of them because that's so true. Like kids are resilient and they are, the things that come out of their mouth sometimes is like so wise, you know what they're saying? And you're like, wow, I need to do your that. Obviously my daughter's really young, but we're around so many kids. And, you know, even in the Bible, it talks about having like faith, like a child. And I just love that. It's so true. You can learn so much from a kid. And so thanks for sharing, you know, y'all's family with the world, because we learn so much from y'all. And even just the bravery that your kids show and the way that y'all parent, it's just so awesome. Um, I had a book come out a few years ago, and it's called 
live. And the whole idea of it is that, you know, life was just given to us, but it's our, you know, choice and it's our kind of um, challenge to go live it, to not just exist, but to actually live mm -hmm. like it's a verb. I love and that. Y'all's life represents that so well. You know, you had an opportunity after you invented the thing that you invented on Snapchat and sold it to just, you know, build your house and settle down. And that would have been fine. And that would have been great. And that would have probably been what a lot of people would have done. But y'all chose to live. You chose to not just exist, but to live your life like a verb and go out and do things that inspired people and inspired your family. And the world is a better place because of it. And so I'm thankful I got to have a conversation with you finally and get to thank you for all that you do and hear more about your story. And I'm glad we got to do it with people listening. I hope they're inspired as well. <laughs> but I look forward to the day we get to do this in person. And I'm so grateful that y'all were on my Facebook show. Well, thank you. No, and likewise, the feeling is mutual. We know you put out so much good. And I always say, you know, especially when it comes to social media, you can put out good, bad or nothing. And mm -hmm. I honestly feel the Lord wants us to put good out there, you know, and just yes. the more love and kindness um, that we can share. It's just what the world needs right now. You more family, yeah. more, more charity, more everything. So, so. yes, thank hey. you as well for your beautiful example. And we're so happy for you and your cute little family and your new baby girl. She's, she's got great thank hair. You. Thank she's you so much. Tell, tell honey. Hi, tell Christian. Hi, tell Christian that we love his TikTok dances. That's super important. <laughs> and it's the best yes. thing ever. Oh, I will relay the message. He's proud of that. He's proud of that. Well, we'll do a TikTok dance together. And I appreciate y'all so much. And I just want to encourage everyone listening just to what Jess just said. That with social media, you can put out good, bad, or nothing. And I really do encourage all of you to go use it for good. Every single one of you, if you're on this app, that means you have a platform. That means you have a voice. Mm -hmm. That means that, you know, you have something that you can steward well. And so use your words um, well. Use your words wisely and use your words to make impact on people. So thanks so much. Everyone have a great day and a great week. And I'll catch you next time. You too. Bye, thanks, guys. Bye.